Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got Kerry Saka on with Cornerstone Asset Metals today. This guy has been researching and, and, and studying and helping people get precious metals for probably 16 years now. He's an accredited asset metals management specialist involved in commodities for over 10 years, helped thousands of people to be able to protect their wealth. And he has some additional information that we want to know about the things that are coming. Kerry Saka, welcome to the Prophecy Club. Hello, Stan. It's been a while. It's really nice to see you. Too long. Too yes, long. Yes, it has, sir. Yes, it has. But part of that was a little uh, issue you had with your health, and now you're feeling better, right? Oh, it was incredible. I tell you, we've all gone through stuff like this. And yes, it was a very shocking uh, diagnosis, but um, I'm conquering it. And uh, I've got some good people at the Veterans Administration helping me out. Um, and uh, we're going to overcome it, and I'll be around to next to being taken up to heaven uh, in a rapture. <laughs> I'll be around for the next 30, 40 years, I hope. So most people think that the world is going to continue as it is, that there's not any trouble coming. There's no cause for concern. But you're saying that our freedoms are near gone. Tell us more. Yeah, it's fascinating because they're doing it very sly. And what's taking place right now, and, and this is amazes me, Stan, because they're not coming right up. We think, most people think, yes, like you said, everything's going to be just fine, but they're actually doing it right now. So what I'd like to do is outline, basically connect the dots for everyone to show them that this isn't a theory. They're actually doing it right now. And what they're doing is they're coming after our freedom in a way. I know people hear bits and pieces of central bank digital currency and digital IDs and the words great reset. And what is this really going to mean to me as an individual or we the people? What they don't realize is behind the scenes, they're really doing it right this very moment. We are getting reports, and I remember back in the day, I'll get into a little more of why this already happened to us, but we're receiving reports already from people that they're getting letters from the bank that they're banking in. Now, this isn't all, all the banks, and most of the big banks are not involved yet. This is just a handful of, of banks that are kind of what you call in the beta testing phase or the pilot program of this, but they're giving them updated account disclosures. And you either agree or you close your account and go somewhere else, period. It's not negotiable. They're talking about new changes, and it's all designed, a.k.a. Fed now. Now, they're not coming out and saying Fed now. And I think a lot of people have heard about Fed now, but Fed now is the digital currency that the federal government is trying to create. It kind of goes along with the central bank digital currency, but Fed now is a little bit different. Right now, the Fed now was really designed to be for corporations, banks, and large transaction, financial transactions, and it wasn't really an individual thing. Well, that changed quickly, and I mean within a month or two, it's already creeping into the actual individual. Who's really behind it is the central bank plot, the central bank digital currency prelude is this Fed now. So they're giving us little bits of it. But here's the thing is we don't even know it's coming. As an example, back probably, this was about four years ago now, five years ago. 
Your money market account in your brokerage firm, where your IRA is, where your bank account is, there's a money market. And back in the day, we all assumed a money market was cash. It was just our money sitting in cash. Now, remember, anything that's in a brokerage or a bank is not yours. You're an unsecured creditor. And that's not good because if the bank goes down, of course, you're last in line to get paid, which means you won't. But beyond that, we assumed that a money market account was cash in the bank. What they did about five years ago is exactly what they're doing today. They put in all of the statements that you receive every month from your institution, whether it is your retirement account, brokerage firm, or bank. In the very back, now who really reads their bank statement details? I mean, there's probably two pages of legal, you know, gibberty gash, and then nobody's reading it. They slipped in about five years ago that your money market account will now become a government cash reserve account. Now, people who did catch on to it goes, well, it's still a cash account, so it's not a problem. Well, that's not true. What they really did is they took our account that was cash, and mind you, there was trillions of dollars in that system. They converted it, calling a government cash reserve account, they converted it to U.S. treasuries. When you actually read the prospectus of what that government cash reserve account was, which was and used to be our money market, that now says up to 98% of the account is now in U.S. treasuries. Because what they've done is in definition terms, gold, currency, U.S. treasuries are fungible, meaning they're equal, inter, inter-exchange. They can, they're, they, they're equal with one another. So does that also mean that they can just take them whenever they want to? Yes. And that's the bigger problem, or take them in a different way. But our money now, let's say, is sitting in a, a money market account. It's now converted to government cash reserve. People think, oh, it's cash, but it wasn't because now it's U.S. treasuries. Now, I don't know about many of you, but I wouldn't be trusting U.S. treasuries. My friends in the bond market tell me that there is more bonds in the bond warehouses. They're literally bloating out the windows. There is no room to buy more debt, U.S. debt. We have hit our limit. Now, they're creating more debt. They're continuing to create debt, but we're at the end of a cycle. So your cash savings in your brokerage or bank is now in U.S. treasuries, and they say, oh, the Americans will never default on their bonds. They've said that all through history, but war and circumstance can bring it to that point where absolutely that can happen, and all of your life savings goes down the drain. Now, that happened five years ago. And so people are now today sitting in a money market account thinking it's cash. It's not. Well, here we are, and I'll bring it up to today. Now they're doing in the same manner. They're slipping in the account statements and updated account disclosures. They're doing it the same way with the Fed now. What they're trying to do is basically when you agree or you do not object and go to another bank, You then therefore agree. Once you agree, your money in the bank or brokerage, because eventually the brokerages will be doing it too, but right now in these pilot banks, your money in the bank is now under the FedNow program. And they're doing it in such a way to make you compliant, where you're going to agree to a digital money 
which is programmable in the future. They will be able to tell you what you can and cannot spend your money on. And people don't even realize they're authorizing it. They're, ma- they're training our minds to accept it. And they're doing the it without you even knowing. Even if, we, even if we didn't like it, and if we were to go to a bank and say, no, no, I don't agree with this, the bank just says, well, then close your accounts. Well, that's exactly right. The bank, and guess what? That or the bank does the same thing, right? Yes, that's exactly right, Stan. The, you, this is not negotiable. You either accept the account disclosures they're sending you. Now, again, it's not happening all across the board right now, but it is happening on dozens of banks around the country as a beta test. And exactly right. If you do not agree with the disclosure, you can go somewhere else at the moment, but eventually all banks and brokerages will have to accept this. They're training us to accept it just like they trained us with most of us still today, not knowing that our cash in a money market account isn't cash anymore. It's actually U.S. treasuries, which is very scary to me because to me, a U.S. bond isn't that stable. I don't trust it for nothing because we're in debt more than any nation in the history of the world. But what they're okay, doing so is doing it without our going? consent. Where's this all going? Well, here's where it is. Big, big problems. Where's it going? Well, number one, it's going to take our freedom away. Our freedom will be gone. They're going to mimic. They're doing it in a way to mimic the ways you do things now. So they're making it seem harmless, but it's going towards a digital ID money control, slave state, just like in Germany, Nazi Germany at the time. They're doing it as, and they're making it attractive, like you're going to get free ATM use now. So now when you go to the ATM, you're not going to get charged. And they're making it so you're excited about it, like bribing you to accept the terms and conditions. And they call it money pass. So if you actually have a debit card that says money pass on the back, You've now accepted the terms and conditions of digital money and therefore programmable money. It's not currency. It's not paper. It's not freedom. They have control over you. So think about the difference here. And here's the important part. Are you willing to give all your hard-earned money, cash, currency right now that you have similar to this? I mean, I love this. This was a real silver certificate back when a dollar bill was silver. But this is freedom. I can go and pay someone who mowed my lawn $10, $20, and he can go, but nobody knows. It's a private transaction. But they're taking us to the point where we're going to be trained up, not even realize we're going to be under this digital system. And the Fed now was kind of the technical starting term, but it is under what I just said called money pass. So you will see there'll be money pass ATMs, no fees charged, and they're bribing us because they're not informing you that it's actually going to be digital control and programmable money. It's a single issue, and it seems harmless. But if you connect the dots with what they're doing here financially, with everything else that's going on, the destruction of culture, and you can go on and on. When you start connecting the dots, you can see they're taking us to the one world order and they're bribing us through this money pass. And the term they're using is called FizzServe. FizzServe is really fed now, which means digital control, programmable control of everything you've earned, unless it's outside the system, of course. 
early banks are doing it now as the pilot program, like I said, but they're going to one day soon, if they don't get resistance, they're going to do it for all banks and all brokerages. So we all have to prepare for the crisis that you know they're planning and that is coming. People don't realize it. And I think a lot don't want to, Stan. But all I know is if you have a majority of your life savings in brokerages and banks and not outside the system, you're going to probably be put in a situation you're not going to appreciate because once it happens, it's over. Because once they start the full program, they will be creating basic income. A lot of society will be getting a guaranteed income. And it sounds great, but believe me, it'll be pauper uh, amounts of money. And that's why they talk about 15-minute cities and you're going to get your tiny little flat and you're going to get your food allocation. It's going to be worse than Nazi Germany ever was. This is the grand plan of the world order, power elites, United Nation, and the Great Reset. We need to be our own bank. This is so important in history to be our own bank. And how do we do that? Is by buying gold and silver outside the system, whether it's in depository privately or at your home. By doing that, we will have freedom. We will have the ability to support our community. And it's the inflation protection against the amount of money they're getting ready to print again. Because believe me, inflation, people think is going away. It's actually increasing again and coming back in a fierce way. Do we need these bank tracks? They need the banks for transaction like we all do. We still need banks. Who's kidding who? We still wire. We still write checks. But we, can all, we should only keep a certain amount of money in the actual bank, a few months worth maybe, to do our transactions. The rest of our savings needs to get out of the system unless you want to become a slave to what they're getting ready okay, to prepare. That, that was the question I was going to ask. Okay, so let's paint a scenario here. Let's say that someone is watching and they have more than just a few months worth of money in the system. In other words, they've got us blessed. They have a pretty good amount. Now, how do they handle that? We know that and we're not giving financial advice. I know you can't, but I can't, but I can quote what, um, uh, 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 Terry Bennett was told, he said he heard an audible voice say that the price of silver is going to skyrocket far more than gold. Okay, so somebody's got some money. Maybe they got an inheritance or something. Maybe, maybe they got some land. Uh, that's, of course, a good place to have it too. But anyway, they got some money in the bank. So they call you. Matter of fact, I understand that they don't even have to send in money order. They can just write a check and and do it by check somehow an email check or a phone check or yeah we used to right over the phone now that's a good advantage we have these days so, so the first question then comes okay so do i get a 50 50 gold silver balance or do i get a, a 90 percent silver 10 percent gold what is your suggestion there and, and a lot of that comes down to how much if depending on how much you're trying to protect and preserve for the future will change that ratio the smaller amount to protect and to preserve, it would be silver all the way. When you start having larger amounts to protect and preserve, it how much? Uh, it's hard to say. I, if it's, it's 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, I would probably just go straight silver. If it's 100,000 or, or three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, I would do a ratio of silver and gold, maybe 80, 20, because gold is still going to be very important. And gold's kind of nice to have, but if you're 
dealing with a smaller amount of money, gold is just a waste of time because silver is going to be very stable because of what silver is needed for in the future, not just in the industrial world, but also the investment world. Silver is an extreme demand. Okay, so let's have it as say eight hundred, maybe a, maybe even a million dollars to put into it. Oh, Maybe. easily. I have, we have clients that have well over a million dollars and what they do is instead of, and they don't trust the system. And these are, you know, older folks and they, they tell me, I love it. They say, I would rather have silver in a vault than digital. They call digital money in the cosmos because okay. in the banking. That leads me to my next question. Okay. So let's say somebody has got $500,000 and they put most of it in silver that's a lot of silver. So, well, yeah. How do they? How do you recommend they store it? Is, are there? Oh, well, that would be a pro well. I would say unless you have a certain type of home that you would want that much at home, there's private depositories a couple places around the country in Texas and uh, Delaware. There's a few places that have really solid private secure depositories, and what these people do is they store it in the depository just like you would store currency in a bank. But instead of being currency in a bank, which you're not, it's not yours because remember anything in a bank, you're an unsecured creditor. You've given the bank a loan. The silver in the vault is yours. And so what we do, I just had it happen a few weeks ago. I had a client call up. She wanted to send some money to her son because I apparently got hurt and he just, she wanted to help subsidize his life while he was recovering. And we just sold off this silver she needed to convert it to currency to send him a check. Okay, so, now how does that work? Walk, walk me through that. Okay, you made a phone call. She made a phone call. She had to make a drive. What happened? Yeah, so she called me up and said, I'd like to send my son you know, this much money. And I said, okay, today we'll sell this many ounces of silver. Once it settles, it takes like two or three days, it settles. Then we wire the funds right into your bank account. Now the money has been converted from silver into currency. And then she was able to then write a check and just send it to her son. Okay, so she doesn't have to borrow a pickup, <laughs> if it's that much, drive to some depository, get in through a secure gate, do all kinds of uh, eye scans and stuff like that to get access to her silver. You can help her no. do it. No, yeah, it's just like a bank account, really. You just call up and say, I need this much, and then we will do a recorded transaction, sell that amount for you. They transfer it over to our account. Once we receive and confirm it, then we say, okay, here it is. We wire the money into currency back to you, and then you can take it for whatever you need it. But then what they're doing, they're storing it in currency or in silver in a vault than currency in a bank. So they feel a lot better about it because it's independent. Nobody's in control of it, and it's theirs 100%. Okay, so bottom line, if they need to get some of this, it's a phone call probably to you, and then three to five days, and the money's in their bank typically? Oh, easily. Yeah. 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 It can happen very quick unless like there's some it. weird circumstance, but like no, it. it happens very fast. All right. Now, uh, we're all talking about gold and silver, but you also deal in rhodium and palladium. Yeah. Palladium, rhodium, uh, platinum. Um, well, they're expensive and they're used for different purposes. Um, back in the day, palladium was an amazing metal to own. Uh, people have made probably a thousand percent profit on palladium. Uh, because the Russians predominantly control most of that white metal, we call it. The Chinese and the Russian earth is actually older earth than American earth. And so we don't mine a lot of white metals here in America. And now Nevada does have a vein of silver pretty good. 
Uh, Mexico is one of the main uh, veins in the world. And then the next would be Russia. And so those metals were good, but unfortunately they're controlled by mainly by uh, Russia and China. Um, and they're not moving nearly the same now because they've already made the big move. The nice thing about silver, it's manipulated. And so the good news is eventually that manipulation is changing and it, the price is going to really go a lot higher than people ever, ever can imagine. Okay. And that, of course, then gives us a transfer of wealth away from inflation. Let me, let me put in a different scenario because probably most of the people watching don't have half a million dollars to put into to precious metals. Probably many of them, $10,000 would be a whole lot. Mm -hmm. uh, probably closer to a thousand, maybe $1,500. So how do they go about that? What, what should they go to the website? Should they call? Uh, oh, I would definitely, you could register for information at Cornerstone Asset Metals or call us and we will get with you. We can do the check over the phone and then we will actually send the physical silver to your home which is really nice because if you ever have to sell it for currency, you can go anywhere local or you can send it right back to us and we'll convert it into currency. Okay. When you say go anywhere local, you're talking about going to a pawn shop. I mean, we might not get a good price there, right? Yes. Uh, pawn shops typically will give you, you know, right around spot or plus or minus a couple points because they're going to melt it down usually. Uh, but it depends what you're buying. Um, but there are coin shops and pawn shops all over. There's refineries in different states locally that you can go if you wanted to sell. Believe, see, silver is real money. So I really believe in the future, we're going to use it as barter. We're going to actually use it to exchange with one another. Like I'll give you 100, ounce, you know, 100 ounces of silver. You're going to come in and remodel my kitchen. I can see that happen. Let, let me entice the folks out there just a little bit. These are some silver <laughs> coins that were given in an offering here just in the last couple of weeks. Oh, that's God wonderful. But I tell you, if you, have, if you don't have some of these, I don't know what it is, but holding actual metal. Let's see if you can see if you can see that or there. But <laughs> actually, when you hold this, especially if it's a gold coin, gold is so much nicer to hold than silver. But and let me say something about that. Okay, so if you pull up to a gas station, you don't want to pull out a one ounce gold coin that's right. two thousand, maybe about be worth thousands of dollars. Okay, but if you pull up in a time of trouble and the gas tank or the, the 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 credit cards are not clearing, or they say they don't take dollars, you pull out a silver coin today. That's in the ballpark of around twenty five dollars. Yeah. Then who knows? but you can probably pull out a few of these. Okay. I've got several of them in here. Just I love the sound of that. <laughs> you pull out some of these and everybody knows <laughs> it's falling in my lap. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what this is. And yes. they'll say, Bob, yes. you have my attention. <laughs> you know, that's exactly right. Because if you look through history, we've always gone back to commodity backed and, and what's coming this is what there's so much going on, but what they're, this is not just financial. They're trying to take us. This is a prelude to what we would call Mark of the Beast. If they get to the point where they tried it with the vaccine passports, where you couldn't go shopping or you couldn't do things unless you had this passport, in the future, if you do not comply, you're not going to be able to go anywhere. It's be Mark of the Beast type of territory. It's a prelude of that. So, you know, we got to, you got to do the right thing. And even Coverstone and several of these dreams said he saw people bartering, okay? Yes. 
And yes. they were they're bartering little shotgun shells or chickens. Hey, look it. You know, you walk up with one of these, everybody know, even if it's not a US Treasury, if it's a chunk of silver, it they and, and here's another thing. I know a lot of places try to sell you the the collectibles, and I'm not gonna give you advice like that, but you walk up with see you, you, to to you're trying to buy a loaf of bread for your family. And by the way, I think it'd be better to be on the other side of the table offering the loaf of bread. But anyway, <laughs> you you walk out with one of these, and they say, "Oh no, you don't understand. This is this is ancient. This is collectible. Well, I paid ten thousand dollars for this." And they say, "I don't care. It's one ounce of silver." So keep that in mind. And what you just I, said was kind of very interesting, very important. You have to be very careful where we go. Number one. A lot of people say, well, I'll just get gold and silver. I had a lady do this. They're, they're stockbrokers. You know, they, they, they're told they'll get in trouble if money leaves the brokerage firm. They'll tell you, we'll get you an ETF. Uh, we'll get you shares in a gold company. Paper is fool's gold and it's not yours. And be very careful, like you said, of the numismatic world. And I will say it, most of the companies out there, if they say they're a gold company, Watch out because gold's not a very lucrative business. So what they do and silver, what they do is they sell you silver and gold that is numismatic, like a silver coin that's one and a half ounce and, oh, it's from Canada and it's really collectible. What they're really doing though, because we get letters from people and they're crying, they will charge you three to four times the amount that we would charge because we're actually a legitimate company they will charge an enormous amount of money in commission. And then when you try to sell it, you pay an enormous in commission back. It's horrendous, but it's legal because you're agreeing to it. And the reason I say gold companies, because I find the vast majority of companies, if they say they're a gold company, they're going to talk you into buying something that's numismatic, that has value. And let's say instead of buying a thousand ounces, they, let's say you buy a thousand ounces from those gold companies, you would have probably bought 3,000 ounces from us. So what do you, what would you rather have, 3,000 or 1,000? So that's why it's very, very you know, cautious turf to walk on. You've got to use somebody you trust. That's why Cornerstone's been established to get my people ready. Okay, now that brings me to another question. One of the things that I, I was so impressed about you is you're not just an office out there where you're passing along the medals from this person to that person. Tell them about silver BBs, I think is the way you say Oh, yeah. You actually, okay, tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah, well, know. we're actually in the whole system. So we're not, most companies are brokers. So all they're doing is buying a coin from either a government mint or another dealer and then turning around, marking it up and reselling it. Right. We are actually in the refining and the supply side and the minting side. So we'll deal in little tiny BBs, which is called grains of silver. It's literally the Bible is grains of silver, grains of gold. Article 1, Section 8 of our Constitution says that. Grains of silver. So we deal with it in the refined level, which are like BBs. They melt it down to perfection, 99.9% .9 purity. Then they extrude it into long silver pipes, slice it into blanks, and then they create the, the one-ounce silver coin. So we're involved in the actual supply side, probably why our prices are a lot less than these big fancy dealers that overcharge people. Okay, now... That everybody wants to have a great price, but sure. I also think that doing business with you is because my, my understanding is that you probably have, 
access to the silver when others say I'm out? Absolutely will, because most of these are brokers. So most companies, like I said, they have to buy from someone to resell. We're in the supply chain. We actually get it right out from miners that go to the refiners. We get supply right from the refinery. We go, we go right to the mint. So if we can't get it, nobody's getting it. We're the bottom end of this. And that's very good news because there's a couple of things coming, Stan. I'll kind of wrap with this. This is why this is so important. It's not just about the fact they're slipping it into our bank statements and they're getting ready to convert us to this, this fizz fed now without us knowing. There are two things happening right now in the world that I hope most people catch. It's going in the United Nations right this very minute. One is the United Nations this month are debating, given the, the countries are debating, given the United Nations emergency authorization. Once the UN gets emergency authorization, they will be able to tell the world there is an emergency. Then, therefore, here's what we need to do. Right. Then, secondly, next year, they're going to sign in, and, and Sloppy Joe already said he would do it, the pandemic treaty. Once they sign the pandemic treaty, the World Health Organization can take over sovereign control of nations and tell you what you can and cannot do medically. So you can see once the UN gets emergency authorization rule, then the, the pandemic treaty is signed. They're coming up with another biological something and they're going to scare the world to death. They're going to say it's a world emergency. They're going to declare emergency authorization and then they're going to take away all of our freedom and rights. And believe me, their bank accounts are going to be getting locked up. I don't trust them. That's why to me in the next two to three years, if anything, and here's what I would say. If anything, get into gold and silver with your savings over the next two to three years. It's not going to hurt you because as soon as they start lowering interest rates again, gold and silver are going to shoot to the moon. But more importantly, get through all of this uncertainty to see if we, the people can have victory or if they succeed and take all of our freedom away. And then later on, see what happens and then re-diversify back out, sell it and go back into other investments. But okay. right now is not the time to think it is a normal period in history. Okay, walk me through the process. Okay, let's say I'm a listener. I get a hold of Cornerstone. I, I go to the website. I give you a call. Uh, what is the typical procedure? Uh, if they have questions, you know, I got a little money. I don't know what to do with it. You know, I got this. It's inheritance or whatever, blah, blah. Walk us through how that sounds. Well, the nice part is, you know, most of the companies out there, they have what we call scripted salespeople. They lie all the time. It's, I'm so frustrated by it because a lot of conservatives and even good godly people are tied up with those companies. They lie to your face and it bothers me. With us, you're going to deal with experienced people in this business. And a lot of us have even been to Bible school together. I mean, we're so tight knit. You're going to get honest advice on options and choices. And then once you are comfortable with the options and choice, you process a check. We wait five to seven days for the check to collect and clear. Once that's done, the order, the order gets locked in though, because we do that as a courtesy. So you lock in your price. But then once that's done, it goes in the queue for delivery, whether it's delivery to a depository account or to your home. Once that is done and it's, it comes up for delivery, we will contact you or your dealer will contact you and say, here's the tracking number. We also send emails. Here's your tracking number. 
So you can expect that package to come. The nice thing is it's insured. It doesn't say a gold company or a silver company on the box. It's kind of a weird name. So no one knows what it is, but we ship it directly to your home and or the depository. And then at any time in the future, you could always reship it back. We'll buy it back and or local and we'll even help you, which we do often find a place locally where you can go sell it if you need to. All right. So Terry Saka. Thank you very much, my brother, for being on and helping us. And we, we need to get you back again. You stay healthy so we can. Well, you know it. what? I'm ready, Stan. I am. God bless you. And you're such, you're so kind. I'm so thankful for you and, and others that, you know, godly people around me. Um, I am. And I want to, I think we should be doing updates like this at minimum once a month to let people know what's going on out there because they're not telling us. And they look for people like us to give them like the connecting dots and the inside information. And I think that's really important right now, especially for the next two to three years. Cornerstone asset metals.com cornerstone asset metals.com cornerstone asset metals.com. Give them a call and they will fill you in on all of the blanks and help you to, to see that you're not destitute. The government doesn't get all your money. That's so important, Stan. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now.